This podcast contains explicit language and references to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lyrical Innuendo, the show where we look at a song and decide whether or not it's about sex, drugs, or it's just good old rock and roll. I'm your host, Bubba Wheat, and with me as always is my co-host, Rob Branch. How are you doing today? What's going on, Bubba? How are you? I'm doing pretty good, and I'm I'm excited because we have our an actual musical artist we as do, a guest we do. today, <laughs> and I am super excited to talk to them. Uh, our guest is Freest. They are a um, nerdcore uh, rapper. Why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and and tell us a little about a bit about you and your music. Hey, um, well, yeah, I'm Freest. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a non-binary, uh, non-binary uh, nerdcore artist from here in Indy. Um, I would say my music is, is yeah, it's, it's mostly rap, um, but I also, I also produce and I also do, occasionally I'll throw in some like um, straight up like piano ballads and stuff because I have like a bit of a uh, like musical theater background. Um, I don't know. I, I guess if I have a musical, musical style, it's sort of just like keep everyone guessing. <laughs> if you, piano ballad if you do if you do enough musical styles like people don't know what to expect from you and then and then they can't you know they can't lock you in to a style and they can't be like yeah i liked your old music when you when you did this uh, this this other style and you're like when <laughs> i liked your first album after that everything sucked why it just got weird your music changed no it didn't <laughs> it never stopped changing if it, it never, never stops stopped. changing it never starts changing that's what i do i change everything <laughs> I was thinking when, when you when you said when you said uh, um, piano ballad, I was like, okay, do a piano ballad for Snorlax, see what happens. <laughs> That'd be like a real. I would I'd think it'd be like a lullaby, and I have written I have written at least yeah, one I, lullaby before. It'd be you like uh, you know, it, you combine it with Snorlax and Jigglypuff. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I gotta say, I haven't done, it's funny because we are, I mean, we will be talking about a Pokemon song today, but I've not done a lot of Pokemon stuff. So, I mean, these are all, you know, these are all ideas. These are all, <laughs> these are all, all going to the bank. They're so all going I, up, up in the head. So I noticed that that you do have a lot of uh, anime influences in, in your music. A lot of your songs are about different anime properties. Uh, what? what introduced you to anime and, and like what's what draws you to that um, I, I don't like calling it a genre because anime is all sorts of genres but what what draws you to that style it's a genre within a genre yeah yeah i mean it's a category of of thing if nothing else um yeah so like as far as just uh enjoying anime i think that started for me like back in in high school probably i probably watched like some I don't know, probably just like Attack on Titan or something. Um, and then um, sort of like branched out after that. And I, I figured out that I, I tended to like the um, either just like the straight up sort of shonen like, uh, you know, samurai stuff or um, 
or like real slice of life. Um, so I kind of, I kind of veer like towards two extremes where it's, where it's uh, on one hand, it's either like, I don't know, stuff like Jujutsu Kaisen. And then on the other side, it's like, um, uh, you know, love is war. But as far as like um, writing music about it, I think, I think that just like stems from the same reason that, that most people who do songs about anime do songs about anime, which is just that like, it's something that uh, is a big part of our lives. And yeah, it's like just in the write... popular culture, like the, the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. We just write songs about the stuff that we like and, and like it just happens to be anime. And I think also for me, um, like now I would say most of my, uh, like most of my friends in it, and certainly most of my musician friends are also people who do songs about anime. And so it kind of just like feeds <laughs> into itself. Um, cause when I'm not doing my own songs, uh, I'm, I'm like featuring on other people's songs about anime. Um, and it kind of just like, uh, yeah, it kind of, it kind of snowballs it, I guess. I was going to ask about that because, um, I, I got your band camp up and we, we checked you out on, um, Spotify and it looks like on Spotify you're with a lot of other artists, but a couple of your songs, I think, um, was it Bonita Flakes was was that one yeah that that was by itself you know but all under your so the artists like you were you were kind of with did, how, how does spotify do that to you like did they just like you know okay yeah we'll just put you if your name is whatever we'll just put you with whatever oh you mean like the like recommended artists or or what are you talking about well no like um with the uh on like you know on your your part itself like um i'd, I'd have to pull spotify up again um like the artist page yeah, like the artist page. Like, uh, I guess, like, I guess, I, I don't even know what the hell I'm trying to say now anymore. So just, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what, you're, what you what, what you want to know about my artist page. So like, okay, so I'm going to look, I'm look up your artist page. Um, uh, like, Bees in My Finger, that's with... Um, this opinion. Yes, opinion, yeah. Which I, <laughs> I love that song. I don't know why, but there's something wrong with it. <laughs> it's just, it's just a dumb song, but it's so much fun. Uh, it is. And for for anyone who knows the Stupendium, uh, they're like crazy about Bioshock, and um, I was like, they they had this thing where 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 um, they they want to do a Bioshock song, but because it's their favorite like franchise ever, um, they want to like wait until they have. Uh, until they have like a really big budget and can do like a really super upscale music video for it. Um, so what I did was I was like, Hey Stoops, do you want to be on this like busted ass janky song with this beat by bone cage where he's just like beatboxing uh, and it just sounds, <laughs> it sounds, there's this, it sounds like the soundtrack to this one old, game where it was all done in claymation and i don't remember the name of the game but for oh, anyone who knows, fighters i don't think that's the one but in in a similar no? probably visual style um, um oh god i know all those oh shit yeah yeah there's one where it's like the soundtrack is really goofy and it has a lot of like mouth sounds in it and that's kind of what the beat reminded me of but anyway i was like <laughs> i was like so snoops like this wouldn't be your own bioshock song but would you do <laughs> would you do a bioshock song with me over this beat and Steve's was like, yeah, yep. <laughs> so Hell yeah. We really made it happen and it did really well. I think that is one of the best performing videos on my on my channel right now. Um, so, so Freeze, I met you um, just recently at the uh, Shape of the Dark Lord and Lexa Lexicon Artists uh, indie gig here on, on yes. the 20th last month. Uh -huh. um, when I first came in and I saw you, I was like, 
man what is this this kid's just like nervous like you look you look terrified <laughs> was. there was hardly anybody in the crowd you're like hey guys what's up i'm free so i'm like he's not gonna get killed he's okay Calm down. <laughs> so how was it like okay have you ever performed at that uh the, the venue before uh, was it lo-fi we were yeah lo-fi. it was the lo-fi it was my first time at the venue um and really i mean i would consider that to be like my first actual show because i've done um at least a like rap show because i've done some acoustic stuff before and i've done like um open mics before and i've done i've even done um uh like uh, improv uh, comedy set before but i've never done um yeah i've never done like a rap show at a venue that i got paid to do before <laughs> and um... i got paid yes <laughs> yeah you know like medium bucks but um <laughs> was, uh no but like it was a really good experience and and like i've, I've been a huge fan of schaefer for like oh, as long as i can remember um probably coming up on on 10 years at least um and uh yeah and 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 uh i, I saw i saw lex for the first time a few years ago um actually on um on the tour when 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 she and Schaefer were opening for MC Chris. Yeah, oh, you were there? Uh were yeah. You, were you there in Indianapolis? I uh-huh. was there. I I, yeah, I was there. Oh, you were there. Okay then. Yeah, so okay. We've so we've been at the yeah. show uh, before yeah. then. Lex is my my I wish she would be my my, my wife food. That's just you know. <laughs> Lex is great. Lex um, is the she's like the total package, you know. So if anybody, you know, ever finds somebody, yeah, she's she would be my total package. So <laughs> sorry, Lex. <laughs> we asked her to be on the show, but I don't think she's gonna be after this. <laughs> um ah. well, like I said, Lex is great. Um she uh she reached out to me after that show and um well, sometime after it um because i had mentioned you know that i started doing music on youtube and um and she i guess she had like checked it out and and, um yeah so she 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 had me on like a few songs after that and i think that's what led to um like when when she and schaefer were doing the tour and um i didn't it's funny she didn't so like we talk all the time but she didn't reach out to me and let me know that they wanted me to open i just got an email from the venue saying like you're going to open for, for Schaefer and Lex. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I better learn some of the lyrics to my own songs then. Which <laughs> is something that I Were you just rarely like, have ever do. What? what? What just happened? Like, <laughs> so, so, so how long, so how did you get started uh, doing this music? How long, how long have you been uh, making music for, for, you know, at least semi-professionally since? Um, oh gosh. Um, well, I'd say I've, so it's kind of funny. My like, my path towards making music like as much as I do and, and on like the scale and level that I do um, has been kind of a slow burn because I think I started recording, like writing and, and trying to record my own little songs. And I was like, I don't know, like at the, at the earliest, like 11, but maybe like 12, 13, because I, I was just in audacity with like a little headset mic and a ukulele. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, I, I played the piano before that, but I had no way of like recording the piano because it was downstairs and my computer was upstairs. So I learned to play the ukulele so I could record that. Um, <laughs> and then like I burned through like so many different trial versions of different music software. Like I think everybody had the old like, you know, FL Studio demo. And then I had Cakewalk and I had 
uh, Cubase, and I mean, pretty much anything you could think of to try. Um, so, but I, I didn't, uh, I actually I had an old, um, I had an old YouTube channel uh, where I did like nerdcore, nerdcore adjacent stuff um, back starting when I was like 14 or 15 or something. And it was so bad, like almost all of it was just so bad. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I entered that channel a few years ago and then, um, yeah, I feel like my, like my actual, like professional music, if I'm going to call it that started when, when I started my, my current YouTube channel, which is like two and a half years ago now, I think, uh, yeah, coming up, coming up on, on three years. Um, yeah. And then things, nobody really paid any attention to it until, um, Shrabody got me on the, uh, uh, like Haikyuu Cypher, the like Karasuno Haikyuu Cypher. And then people started checking out my channel. So really, I would say that Schwabity is the reason <laughs> that anybody has heard of my music. Yeah, I, I think, you know, with uh, podcasts and, and uh, you know, upcoming musical artists, uh, uh, something we all struggle with whenever we're starting out is building that audience. So we definitely feel you on that. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, um, <laughs> and I'll probably want to talk about it a bit uh, more later, but um, uh, I, I was thinking about um, like how important it is to get those first hundred subs on a YouTube channel. <laughs> and I, I don't know if, if either of y'all have seen uh, Komi Can't Communicate or, or read it, but um, I, was, I think it's funny that like she has this goal to get a hundred friends and I'm like, yes, so you can get like a custom YouTube URL. Nice. To, to san's uh youtube channel <laughs> which i don't think is the point of the anime but it could be it could be <laughs> hidden hidden messages exactly yeah so um i think it's a this is a, a good a good point to transition and talk about the uh, the song for the episode and the the, the song that uh, i believe you picked out was your team rocket rap jesse and yes. james so what what is it what was it about this song that uh, that you chose that made you decide to choose it uh, for us to discuss on this episode? Um, well, y'all mentioned like sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and yep. honestly, like I think this this is the song that that most poses like of anything I've written that most poses the question of like which one is it really about? Because I think it. I think it pulls in like a in like a few diff, uh, different direction or, or it kind of ties some of those strings together but but I think like I don't know deciding deciding what it which one it really is at its core is is going to be fun. See I I thought that maybe you should have you would have picked first week clasp, you know. That one's very rock and roll I think. Okay, it is very like I when when you talked about it um back in March and you're like yeah, is anybody you know Anybody know the the, the show? Um, well, 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 damn, oh, what is that space, show? Yeah. Final Space, yeah. There's a couple of people that I didn't want to be that one, like, yeah, Final Space. <laughs> There's never anybody who's seen it, and I was I was so glad that anybody had. Yeah, so yeah, Jesse and James. So we're, we're going to talk about Jesse and James. All right, and yeah. uh, for anybody that that hasn't heard it, we are going to go ahead and uh, play it for you right here. Jesse and James. Jesse and James. Okay. Lots of people sleep. Or hold on. 
Okay. Lots of people sleeping on me, blocking the road. Judging by your snort, pee pee, you look awfully broke. My boy would kick your ass, he's just gone for a smoke. My team is lead, but I will rock it alone. Paralyzed, half your team, I write you as a fly zapper. Charizard, the fury swipe master who can dice rappers. I'm a right bastard with the spice, so you might have to be a fire type if you will step up to the mic after. Try to scope the acting, but I hunt you like a revenant. My leveling is effortless, just a way to render it. Like character creator screens that tell me what my gender is. Lacking any eloquence and patently irrelevant. I like a dive. I'm a ruler with the hooligans at Paladown and Palatown and cool it is cerulean find me in a mist to get up kicking in the pool again just proving my identity is truly never bullying you ain't even slightly the best in the game up on live tape trying to get your necks in the frame Christ's sake you ain't even really dressed for the gaze let me text you with JPEG of Jesse and James nah you ain't even slightly the best in the game up on live tape trying to get your necks in the frame Christ's sake you ain't even really dressed for the gaze let me text you with JPEG of Jesse and James Jesse and James, zesty and fresh as a peppermint shake They be taking offense at these hetero claims We're a representation that's dressed up the slave shit like Elliot Page Knock knock, open up the rocket with the battery Crop top, popping up the collar automatically Still for your locality My only bad habit is devouring the cowards up in power like a calorie You don't even need them, we can banish the runs We're just a double the philanthropist and Annika stunts So I'm a couple as a sam, a couple hands and knuckle sandwich up and tandem like a pair of fucking glamorous punks I said James, Jesse, gay Rocket B-L-A-S-E-I-N-G to the sky Don't even pretend that I'm built like the rest You can test me You ain't even slightly the best in the game Up on live tape trying to get your necks in the frame Christ's sake, you ain't even really dressed for the gaze Let me text you with JPEG of Jesse and James Nah, you ain't even slightly the best in the game Up on live tape trying to get your necks in the frame Christ's sake, you ain't even really dressed for the gaze Let me text you with JPEG of Jesse and James No, you ain't even slightly the best in the game All your live takes spread up on the Festival stage, unblessed with the aid of my spectacle frames. I can still see you fail to impress. It's a shame, but you ain't even slightly the best in the game. Up on live tape, trying to get your necks in the frame. Christ's sake, you ain't even really dressed for the gaze. Let me text you a JPEG of Jesse and James. Welcome to The Sib List. My name is Lisa Leahy. And I am Mark Passanelli. And with each new episode, we will leave the identification of our next title up to fate. So here are the categories. New release. Then we have the fill-in filmography. So the filmography has films from every imaginable genre. Lisa and I created our own separate list. The randomizer is going to pick one of these Doom movies that we have sworn to ourselves we would never watch. See, I take full pride in making sure that you have seen good movies. But the list of movies I have seen and can say I actually enjoy may even appall you more because a lot oh, of them are actually it. on your list. The Sib List. Two siblings, four movie lists, one podcast. Catch us on your favorite podcatcher today. All right. So, um, you know, that, that, that was the song. I, um, you know, I, I had never heard it before, clearly, since, you know, I'm, I was not at the show. Uh, but I am a big fan. Well, big fan might be a bit of a stretch, but Pokemon has been in my life more or less since the the first season of the anime came yeah. out on in the U.S. Uh, that's that's when I started watching it. That's whenever I was introduced to Pokemon as a concept, and and I did watch like the a big part of that first season. You know, when I was, uh, I think, in high school, um, more or less. And uh, so I, and I was, I'm a big Team Rocket fan. I, I loved 
Jesse and James. I, I think they, if I had to say, though, they were my favorite characters in, in the show, even though they are very one note, but they are just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of, they're just, they're, they're single minded of purpose. How about that? That sounds a little bit nicer. <laughs> So what's what's your history with Pokemon? Because um, I, I, you know, I, I definitely know that that you're younger, so uh, quite a bit younger than wow, us. I, really? I get the impression. <laughs> really? <laughs> um. Well, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of funny because I think Pokemon is such a big property that has spanned such a, a a long time that like everybody's experience with it and sort of relationship with it is different. Um. For me, it's it's kind of funny. Like I. I, I feel feel like I, very tangentially I, I am into Pokemon. Like I I've never um like I've I've never played a Pokemon game aside from Leaf Green and a little bit of Yellow, but I've played like Leaf Green a ton. Um and I've seen like a little bit of the anime. And that's pretty much it. Like I I mean I played a little Pokemon Go when it came out because everybody did. Um and we yeah. had World Peace for like a month, but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah aside from that like i don't know i i love i love pokemon and i love raichu and i love like the aesthetic of it and i'm sure i'll i'll get more into it in different ways like in the future but um i don't know i've always been kind of kind of happy with like a, a very like casual interest in it but uh whenever i have watched the pokemon show and i have seen uh jesse and james just these two i mean the most like gay characters i can imagine <laughs> Uh, just like on <laughs> on this on this little like uh, fighting animals cartoon, um, I don't know. It just it just makes me happy. I I love how flamboyant they are, and I love how like uh, I don't know. I I, th- I think especially I love James. Like James, uh, James is is I think I think that just a lot of people can point to James and and for one reason or other just say like yeah this i there's some there's some kind of gender going on here that that i <laughs> that I, uh, that I identify with that's that's very yeah yeah he, de- he definitely has has a very like gay energy to him you know he is always game to to dress and drag with no <laughs> with no reservations well that's that's what i kind of like yeah he he doesn't you know, it's his. First, they don't call attention to thought. it. He, he no. just like he'll dress. He'll dress up as a woman, and that's just it. There, there's no commentary. There's no jokes about it. He's just. It's just in disguise. Does. Yeah, he's just yeah, yeah. In, in disguise as a woman, and that's. It's just there. There's and and that in a way that's that's kind of great because it it's yeah because in so much drag comedy the drag is the comedy right well, i think sometimes meowth makes fun of him but then again it's it's meowth it's, so i mean yeah. <laughs> um i just i just love how earnest he is like <laughs> about, about everything he's like this is what we have to do and like there's no there's no second thought there's like no we could do this another way there's no like well what why do you you're like no no, no i'm I'm going to put on a dress and I'm going to look better than any of you. And that's how it is. If he was a secret agent, he'd be like, all right, everybody, we have to get dressed. And everybody comes out like, you know, just full regalia. He's, he's just like in a one piece lingerie. What, yeah. what, what guys? <laughs> what? What's, what's I said, matter? we had to get ready for the mission. Somebody's got to seduce him. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, I watched um, when I was writing the song, I watched just a ton of clips of uh, there's like all kinds of compilations of just James and drag. <laughs> and um, I kind of let that inform sort of the, the tone of the piece, I think. And then what what was the decision for like some of the, the actual Pokemon names that you included? Because I, I know you said that you're kind of you were kind of focused on just like one of the games and, and I'm kind of the, in a similar way. I, you know, I'm, I'm mostly familiar with generation one because that was the, the first season of the anime. And uh, for, for me, the, the games that I played was like uh, let's go um, Eevee for whenever that came out for the switch, which was basically, you know, a, a remake of generation one as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I've pretty much the only two Pokemon that I name are uh, Raichu and Charizard. Um, and I didn't want to say like, so everybody who's ever done a Pokemon rap has a bar where they say like, I spit fire, like I'm Charizard. Like everybody has yeah, one of those. So I didn't want to say that, but I do like Charizard. And I, I wanted to pick a, a different move that Charizard does to reference. So I chose Fury Swipe, which is a cool one that Charizard can do. It's a good choice. Um, yeah, but then Raichu is my favorite Pokemon. So I just had to mention Raichu. Nice. <laughs> What about well okay um uh Bubba what about you what's your what's your what's your Pokemon I gotta ask right now um I oh uh, Psyduck yeah oh Psyduck <laughs> good Pokemon okay yeah I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to stick with my Snorlax so you know there's that Snorlax is just a great Pokemon if a Snorlax yeah. was was like blo- blocking the road I would I don't know I would I would join it <laughs> just like, like... I, yeah we're picketing. <laughs> Just sitting there like, guys, guys, uh, Snorlax on the road. I got this. Just follow top of him. Okay. I'm not, I'm not crossing the Snorlax line. I mean, yeah. I stand in solidarity. <laughs> He's got a point. He's doing this for a reason. Let's just join <laughs> him. <laughs> Snorlax uh. is tired because he works long hours and he needs to unionize. You know, it's really funny. Um, so this is kind of, we're going to go off beat for just a second. I do apologize, but uh i found it was on the internet one day i found somebody it's it's they took a picture of every snorlax from first from the from the very first pokemon and up until i can't remember when but essentially it said it took snorlax 15 years to wake up and get off the road just to fall asleep on another road that's the dream honestly <laughs> that's, so that's snorlax is living the dream yeah one one thing that um that i've enjoyed is uh dorkly does has done a small series of like if pokemon descriptions were actually literal and then <laughs> they go through like what the description of the pokemon says in the pokedex and then they because you know the the pokedex descriptions are you know extreme you know like snorlax slept for 15 years or you know his um i, I can't think of or like I guess I'll use Charizard as an example, but it's one of the other fire types. Their flame is like as hot as the sun, the surface of the sun. Oh yeah, yeah. And just extreme <laughs> stuff like that. And so they they take those to the extreme and show Side how up. that would actually happen. And this asshole's always walking around with a headache. <laughs> and it's like the shockwave of it can you know destroy an entire town or so- something like that. So, Freeze, let me ask you this question. Back to Jesse and James here. Um, When you created the music for this, so you said you watched a lot of Pokemon, uh, basically Jesse Jesse and Drag the entire time to think of, like, the lyrics. 
but when you made the music to it the, the second part you know the music yeah. how did you come by trying to find a beat that that worked with what you're gonna say daddy yankee i just listened to a ton of daddy yankee and uh and i was like i want to make a beat that's like that so then i made a beat that was like that <laughs> okay <laughs> oh and actually on the this um i'm working on a remix for it and uh it's gonna have a uh a rapper who, who does a lot of his verse in Spanish. And I think that's going to sound really dope. Oh, hell, that like, sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, this is like the musical style that, that I was originally going for. But like, I don't speak that much Spanish. So I think it kind of fills it out in a really nice way. So do you do you do all your music at home? Or do you is there is there a um, God, what's the word I'm trying to look for a studio here in Indianapolis that you, uh, you work no, with? No, I mean, I, I do it all myself. Um, I, I produce most of my own beats and I record everything myself and I mix and master everything myself. It's kind of, I've always done it. A jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah. A, a James, a James of all trades. James of all trades. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, you know, sometimes I'll be up like, like I was last night, just like mixing a song, trying to get it together to you know upload and, and also like make my own music videos and stuff you know just to and i'm like why why am i doing all of this like most <laughs> most people do like a fourth of this and, and they're still you know legitimate artists and nobody says that like they aren't a real artist because they only do some of the you know work on their music but i don't know maybe it's having creative control maybe it's just like being broke but whatever it is i i just being I just broke with 12 cups of coffee just, <laughs> just always have um, like, why, thinking, why am I up? Oh, oh, this song's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about like the um essence of this song. If I was like gonna pick like a part that is there's there's kind of two parts. There's that I think have like the the meaning of the song. And the first is the part where it says, Jesse and James, zesty and fresh as a peppermint shake. They be taking offense at these hetero claims, queer representation is dressed up to slay shit like Elliot Page. Um I feel like it's just like a very, like I said, a very like queer song and just like has a lot of my sort of queer feelings wrapped up in it. Um, and the other part is um, where it says, we don't even need them. We could, we could banish the runs. We're just doubled up philanthropist on anarchist stunts. Um, <laughs> it's a song about, it's a song about being gay and doing crimes and um <laughs> and being and being an anarchist and, and a communist maybe and 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 i think i think that like if if i'm um because i i see i see we're running out of time and i i, I don't I, I was thinking maybe i should make a decision at least on what i think the the song is i mean you could you could tell me if you agree but um i think that it is rock and roll in the sense that um in the sense that rock and roll has always been uh especially like glam rock has <laughs> always been a place oh, yeah. for people to just kind of like not really do gender norms and not really do like uh sort of like straight laced societal norms and just like experiment and and just um kind of put just kind of just put their personality like throw it as far as it'll go and see what sticks okay, yeah yeah what about you Bubba? um yeah, but my impression of it was that the song was more or less a, about sex, but not sex as in, you know, the the, the physical in, interpretation of sex, but sex as in the 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 gender definition of sex, where it's it's kind of taking 
Jesse and James and, and specifically James and looking at him as this almost like non-binary representation before non-binary was even a, a, a concept in the general uh, public where you know he has this like we talked about he has this this gay coding this uh uh drag um coding uh, and all of it's there uh in one way or in another and it it's and it's perfectly fine and accepted in the pokemon universe and and that's that's like the goal for for non-binary transgender uh for everybody like that right now okay so my final verdict originally i thought it was sex um i thought jesse and james were a couple but they were just a really bad like <laughs> a really 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 horrible team. they're a couple but they're really bad at it but they're that's, really bad yeah, at that's it that's the yeah, yeah. thing it's like are they a couple aren't they a couple like yeah there's never really know there's never no definition you know but i i have to now i have to agree with freeze in the sense that you know I think it's more rock and roll, like glam, like David Bowie style, you know, like, like Jesse is just, Jesse's doing whatever the fuck Jesse wants, um, goes with the flow. And if address is involved, so be it, you know, she's no always question. about being fabulous too. Yes. Anytime she gets the chance to be fabulous, so she takes it. James, James does whatever James wants to do and, and, and will go a notch over Jesse and then meow at the entire time is trying to be, you know, like the manager of the band, <laughs> but failing horribly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think there is a, a it's glam... like um like a spinal tap manager type. Yes, exactly. It's like unable to unable to console James and when, when like the bread is too small. Oh, and they have is... and they have their rotating drummers, you know, Pokemon the, the Pokemon that aren't Meowth. They they rotate yeah, yeah. Through season through season. Because <laughs> they keep exploding. That actually is something that definitely would happen with Team Rocket exploding drummers. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, I have to say, um, that was that has to be the best comparison ever. Um, yeah, so my 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 take on this, it, it's it's kind of a, a glam rock and roll lifestyle that jesse and james and meow with their living and um yeah good best of luck to them you know best of luck yeah honestly i hope you know what i hope i hope they win i hope they win at least once they deserve <laughs> it i don't i don't exactly know what it is that they're like ultimately trying to do because i feel like what their motto is and what they do are not the same thing <laughs> I, I think in the yeah in, in the show they're just trying to steal pikachu and failing horribly <laughs> But yeah, their their motto is they it's they somehow somehow stealing Pikachu is going to allow them to rule the world. This this shows how how little of the show I've seen. Is there only one Pikachu in that universe? And no, but um, the the Pikachu in the show is like somehow extra powerful and extra special. It's the chosen Chew. Kinda. Oh, okay. There's a song for you, the chosen Chew. The chosen Chew. It kind of sounds like. Uh, like an like an like an ad jingle for like chewing tobacco <laughs> or or for like big league chew big league chew the chosen chew <laughs> or or it's like um it's like the commercial would be henry v and he's like we we chew we happy chew we band of brothers and then it's like yeah and then the song is we chose is is the chosen chew oh that's awesome i love it <laughs> love it 
All right. Well, you know, thanks. Thanks so much for your time, Freest. It, it was a, a real pleasure talking with you and, and talking about uh, your song and, and your music. Uh, but, you know, Where, for anybody else that's that hasn't heard you that's listening to this, uh, why don't you, you know, take a moment and uh, plug, you know, the, the best places where they can find you and your music. Oh, sure. Um, well, I'm just Freest on all music platforms, F-R-E-E-C-E-D. Um, if I could tell you to listen to one thing, uh, aside from Jesse and James, which I don't know if that'll be on Spotify yet, but uh, it's definitely on YouTube. Um, check out my new Comey Can't Communicate Electro Swing Rap that just came out, uh, well, today as we're recording this, probably like a week ago as it's coming up. I'm really proud of that. And it features Awkward Marina, who is an awesome singer that I'm really happy to work with. Awesome. That, nice. that's... Oh, and I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm like, sorry, I should say my, my socials too. I'm uh, at me priest <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. That's the only important one. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, and, uh, you know, you can follow us. Uh, our show here is lyrical innuendo. We have a Facebook group through rabbit hole podcasts uh, that you can join. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter where I'm at Bubba Wheat. And we have an email address, uh, lyricalinuendo at gmail.com, if you want to send us suggestions or comments. And we have a Spotify playlist that is linked in the show notes, where you can add your own suggestions and requests for songs on Spotify that you would like us to cover on a future episode. So, uh, until next time, I am Bubba Wheat, and with my co-host Rob, we will be back talking about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. This podcast is created by me, Bubba Wheat. Thanks to Rob Branch for joining me on this venture, Sebastian Gutierrez for editing the episode, and Jason Soto for bringing us together here at Rabbit Hole Podcasts and providing our logo. And thanks to you for listening. Can we have uh, permission to include the song in this episode oh yeah of course um if you want um, uh, an mp3 i can slide it over